We pick up at the uh, top of uh, 22, uh, and uh, we are still in the, in the discussion uh, about a, uh, a woman who comes and uh, uh, the, husband, the woman says she uh, is a Nazir, and her husband said yes, and, and me as well, we, we can't undo the vow, and uh, it says the question that we've been asking, uh, does he uproot it uh, from the very first moment, in other words, as if the vow wasn't there, or maybe that was uh, the the, the concept of Maker um, Akar, he uproots it from the very first moment, or Dilma, we say Maker's guys, he cuts it uh, from, from, the, from that time. And uh, we brought a whole lot of proofs uh, with regard to Mishnayot, which we're actually going to see in the next few days, tomorrow, the next day uh, as well. And uh, we, we'd, we'd quoted uh, if she'd set aside offerings and, uh, and, and, and then the animals would have to die uh, and uh, we went backwards and forwards and uh, we, we'd, we'd finished off uh, with the concept of the uh, uh, maybe actually uproots it all together uh, and the reason that we say uh, and there's no Kiddush in the first part of the Mishnah uh, which had said uh, that uh, the um, <coughs> uh, if a woman uh, uh, comes and uh, um, does uh, something that she actually uh, and, and the woman makes a vow then becomes tame uh, she gets lashed uh, that, that is uh, that's it. So and and, and uh, that was the the mission. The woman says that she no. It's not that the the husband uh, has to disagree. She she um, says that she's going to be a, a nazir and she drinks wine and um, becomes tame uh, as well. And uh, the question is, if her husband didn't nullify the vow, uh, we'd say obviously that that would be uh, that that's obvious. And we said actually uh, correct that that uh, thing was obvious. We had to teach for the next part of the Mishnah, uh, which says. Uh, that her husband, um, uh, she, she became tame uh, or drank wine or whatever, and then her husband did uproot her vow. So that was why we taught that. All right, so now we try again. Tashma ha'isha shenadra benazir v'nitmeit. A woman uh, who vowed to be a nazir, and then she became uh, tame impia v'achachachafer la'bala, and then afterwards her husband nullifies her vow. Mevia chatata of. She has to bring her, uh, her, her sin offering, uh, and, and in this case, it's a bird uh, sin offering. We have dealt uh, with this as well. Uh, it says, however, uh, and I think we might have quoted this uh, uh, to before uh, a, a couple of times actually. Uh, she doesn't not uh, bring the. Um, the bird offering, uh, and it says, uh, Well, then, if her husband just cuts it from a point in time, uh, the, you know, the woman on, on day one uh, made a vow to be a Nizira, uh, and, uh, and then, uh, uh, let's say on day three, uh, just to cover all opinions, uh, she actually became a, uh, she became tame, or she drank wine, or whatever the case is, uh, and then her husband hears about her vow uh, only on day four. Uh, then uh, it says she has to bring a khatat bird and uh, she does not have to bring an ola bird. Uh, the question is if the husband only cuts it from day four, well then uh, she was a nazir for three days before her husband cut the vow, actually until uh, that fourth day. And in the meantime, uh, she became tame. And, uh, and, and, and therefore she should, you know, why doesn't she bring uh, the, the full uh, lot of... Um, Vows and actually interesting. Uh, it's a question that we actually uh, had before uh, with regard to uh, the, uh, the the Ola and uh, the uh, 
um, uh, the Chatat. We only talk about that. We actually don't refer to the Asham. And, uh, and it's interesting. Um, I heard a suggestion by Rabbi Rosner. I've forgotten in whose name he actually mentioned it. Uh, but the one uh, thing was, we said, actually, if you read the Pesukim carefully, uh, that verse 11, uh, it actually only talks about the Chatat and the Asham. And only uh, later on, uh, then talks about, I mean, the Chatat and the Ola, uh, only talks about those two, two offerings, the, the, the sin offering and the burnt offering. It does not talk about the guilt offering, the Asham. And it would seem that uh, the Asham is connected to his he's revowing a new period of Nazirut, uh, which is normally what happens. Uh, so all of them uh, come uh, together uh, in, in, uh, as a rule. So we just we talk about a Tamei uh, um, Nazir has to bring an Asham, a Chatat, and an Allah, uh, but we don't really differentiate. Uh, and interesting, uh, if you look at the, the verses, the Pesukim quite carefully, uh, the Asham is only mentioned uh, when it says he has to uh, keep his, you know, rededicate himself almost. Uh, he says, uh, he brings an Asham because he's nullified his uh, his hair, um, uh, his holy hair. And uh, we, if you look in that in that verse 11, uh, it actually uh, tells you that it would seem to imply, uh, according to uh, the one opinion, that uh, an Asham uh, is only actually brought uh, on, on the new period of Nazareth. And with this woman, uh, because her husband has, has cut the whole thing and stopped it, she's not going to vow a, uh, a new period of Nazareth. And that's why, uh, actually, we only talk about the Khatat and the Asham. Quite a fascinating suggestion. All right, so now... Um, uh, but in any case, what is the, the Gemara discussing? Uh, as we said, time, day one, uh, she says she's in Nazira. Uh, day three, she becomes Tameh. Day four, the husband hears and nullifies it. So uh, why shouldn't she have to bring both birds, uh, the Khatat and the Ola? Uh, that is our question. Taitinami, uh, Ola Ta'of, she should have to bring both. Ve'elamai, uh, the Gemara asks rhetorically, uh, you know, what, what, what would you say otherwise? Make it Akar. Uh, if you'd say it uproots it all together, because uh, those are the two two options. Either the husband goes back uh, to day one and uproots it all together so the woman was never a Nazira at all. Uh, then, you know, if that's the situation, Khatatov, Nami Lotaiti, why would she even have to bring any uh, offerings at all? If you consider her never to be a Nazira, uh, then she shouldn't have to bring any offerings at all. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, and, 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 and that's it. So, uh, you know, Hachinami says, Yeah, you're right. Uh, really, we're not in a kind of halfway. Um, uh, position over here, and, and, and because either it's all or nothing. Uh, why do you say she just has to bring half? And the Gemara says you're right. Actually, uh, the the chatat that she brings, high money, Rebelezer hakaparhi. We say there's Rebelezer hakapar uh, and uh, Rebelezer kapar detanya, uh, as we've seen him before. Uh, I think this is now the third time uh, that we've had him. I think we've had him. Um, we had him on, on, on the beginning, rather the beginning, uh, Daf uh, Gimel, I think it was, and then we had him uh, about uh, two or three Daf ago. Detanya, uh, Rebbe Kapar, by Rebbe Omer, he says, Mata Mulomar Vasher Chatat Ala Nefesh. This person has sinned via uh, his soul. This was uh, four Daf ago. If he is a Nefesh Chataze, what sin, uh, what soul did he sin against? Uh, this this Nazir. Ela Mipnei 
because he uh, he, he uh, swore uh, and 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 uh, withheld himself from wine uh, by becoming a nazir. Uh, he is called a sinner. Uh, and uh, because he could have had wine, and now you're imposing extra uh, prohibitions upon yourself, uh, restrictions that uh, you don't necessarily need to have. Uh, you should enjoy the world, uh, says Rebbe Laza Kapar, uh, and uh, you, you don't have to put extra restrictions and, and, and restrain yourself from things. Uh, um, and he says, uh, this is a Kalvachome um, argument. Uh, this person who only took, uh, swore uh, away from wine. He withheld wine from himself. Uh, this year, and he's called a sinner. Uh, that's why he has to bring a sin offering. Uh, if someone withholds himself from all uh, types of um, uh, uh, things, uh, how much more so? How much more so is he called a sinner? All right. As we said, uh, you know, our, our two comments on that before uh, was. Um, the Ramban, uh, who says that uh, a, 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 this is much, very much a Rambam opinion, this. Uh, the Rambam says you shouldn't go to extremes. Uh, the, uh, the Ramban uh, says no, uh, that uh, a Nazir called a, a, a sinner uh, and at the end of his process because of the fact that he actually goes down a level. He was on a very high level and here he's going down a level. Anyway, also, and uh, you know, we're not going to see how this fits into um, uh, dieting and all stuff like that. Anyway, uh, so we we, we see that that, that that is the resolution uh, why she has to bring uh, seemingly uh, half uh, of the offerings she has to bring because of Rebbe Laza Akapar. Okay, so we try again uh, to sort out our uh, question. Tashma, Tanya uh, Behedia. Now we have an explicit brata uh, that, uh, that actually deals with the question and answers it. Aisha, Shinedra Benazir. A woman uh, comes and says she's going to be a Nazir. And a woman, he has so there we have woman one uh, making a, uh, we said, we called her yesterday, Sarah. Uh, Sarah makes a, a, a vow to be a Nazira. Uh, and, and Rivka hears and says, Vani. Now Rivka is just her friend, uh, not related to her. And now Sarah's husband comes and says, no, uh, I'm, I'm not having you being a Nazira. Uh, and he comes and he uproots it. He nullifies the vow. Uh, it says, he uh, moterit. Obviously Sarah is permitted. Uh, to to everything, okay. Vachaverta Asura, who friends uh, remains uh, forbidden uh, to it. Shmamina Bal Megis guys. Here we see that uh, uh, the husband uproots uh, the vow. Uh, I mean, cuts the vow, uh, and, and as we've explained in. Um, Nadarim, uh, if he says matu uh, the vow, then it would be uh, uh, you know the, the, he would uh, have the power to literally untie it. So if you untie something, then you uh, you know it, it's untied and you can never see. Uh, Magus uh, guys is, is where he cuts it, uh, so you can still see uh, that there was something there, but it's no longer there. It's now cut, uh, and and there still is uh, some kind of uh, impression. All right, so so now uh, that if the husband cuts the vow uh, rather than uproots it, and we uh, we uh, we. See that that would be a good proof uh, from there because uh, if it was a total uprooting uh, from it from the word uh, the get go, well then Rivka would have nothing to attach to. Uh, um, however, uh, the, the, the brighter continues actually and says the following: Rabbi Shimon or Rabbi Shimon says, "Im amra la harani kamotech." 
uh, if I'm going to be like you, uh, she says, I want to be exactly like you, uh, and uh, then they're both permitted, because she made it uh, entirely dependent on what the first one says. So when the first one's vow gets uprooted, uh, cancelled, the second one does as well. So now we, we examine this. Mazutra, brother of Mariamar, he says, Ahainu Rami Barkhama. Surely this is uh, uh, the, the case of Rami Barkhama, uh, where uh, Sarah uh, makes a vow and Rivka attaches herself to the vow uh, then uh, surely that and, and, and we said that uh, you know what, what exactly uh, d- does it go on uh, and, and why would she be totally permitted this is very similar to Rami Baba Kama uh, and we've had this before uh, back in the Darim definitely and also uh, even in the beginning of um, uh, uh, Nazir over here uh, we say the by Rami Baba Rami Baba says uh, you say about a, a, an item uh, this should be uh, to me like the, the, the meat of, of Shlamim uh, you know, well, how do we interpret uh, that, uh, that term, the meat of this peace offering? Uh, what, is this a good vow or is this not a good vow? On the one hand, uh, uh, when a person uh, says, I'm, I'm connecting myself uh, to, uh, to something, uh, and, and that's the whole idea of vows, as we discussed extensively in the Dharam, uh, when we said that a person says, uh, you take something, the whole concept of the Dharam is taking something uh, permitted uh, the same way as an animal uh, is permitted and you're turning it into a korban, into an offering and you say and that's why the, the, the darim uh, is littered with words like uh, this is a konam or a konam uh, I mean a konam or a korban uh, we didn't, the rabbis didn't want you to say korban because uh, it could be too similar to korban Hashem uh, but really what you're doing is you're taking uh, uh, something that was totally permitted and making it into something holy just via your words uh, so the same thing over here uh, so, uh, so here you're taking and you say this should be like the meat of a shlamim. The question is, uh, there are two parts uh, to a shlamim. Bikara uh, matpis, do you associate it with its, uh, in its, in its uh, essential uh, state? In other words, uh, something which is permit, uh, forbidden uh, for, be- for benefits. You're not allowed it to be prohibited for benefits. Uh, and we assume uh, this is before the blood is sprinkled. Uh, you're associating it you know, um, uh, you know, straight after it has been shechted uh, and uh, before the blood is sprinkled and no one is uh, allowed uh, anything there until the blood is being sprinkled. Uh, oh, Dilma. Bitsinana Matpis, or maybe you're associating it yourself uh, with it in, in Bitsinana, uh, really literally in its cold state, uh, in other words, uh, not, not in its hot state, uh, as it were, uh, you know, that's it. So it means at the end uh, of um, uh, something that, that's hot uh, is in the original state and then it turns cold. Uh, so, so here you're associated with the end state, i.e., uh, after its blood is, uh, is, is sprinkled uh, and then that actually, that meat uh, is, is allowed. Uh, so you're associating it, uh, a vow with something that is permitted. So, uh, so, so surely, you know, so now the question is, if we apply uh, this reasoning back to our woman, uh, did she associate herself uh, with the original vow or maybe she's associating herself with a, with, a, with a woman? If she wants to be exactly like her, uh, maybe she wants to be like her in the end state as well. Uh, and, and therefore, since her husband uprooted, Sarah's husband uprooted the vow, uh, Rivka uh, would also be permitted. Uh, and the Gomorrah says, me dummy. 
No, you can't compare these two cases. No, there you said to me, this should be like the meat of a shlamim, a peace offering. Uh, okay, uh, it says, um, and it says, Afogav, Dilachar, Shunizrak Tamo, Mati. You know, even after the blood is sprinkled uh, and it can be eaten outside, Achulay, Bachutz, you can eat it outside uh, the courtyard. It says, Mikdash, uh, Kaddish, it still retains an element of, of holiness, right? Uh, and uh, because there's, there's, there, you can't eat it outside um, Jerusalem and you've only got a certain time period to eat it uh, and the like. So there are certain uh, elements of holiness with regard to that. So Valhacha, in this situation, uh, with regard to this woman who made herself uh, into a Nazira, even if you would say, uh, it refers, if you would say, if you would say, uh, it refers uh, to the ultimate status. In other words, the woman is not a Nazira. Uh, there is no vow at all uh, because her husband nullified the vow. Uh, and then and, uh, and and what's this woman going to be like? I'm going to be like you. What do you mean you're going to be like me? I'm nothing. Uh, so so there's nothing to be like. Uh, you know. So so that is uh, what we say. And uh, the, the different uh, versions of whether this is accepted. Ikedamar hanu drami vachama vadai. And and some people say uh, that this is uh, like Rami Babachama's uh, view. And some people say no, it is not uh, like Rami Babachama's view. Okay. So we just have you know two different ways uh, as to. Uh, to look at it and we don't decide um, uh, between um, uh, the two of them. Alright, so now another expression uh, uh, with, uh, with this woman um, whereby she, she, she says another uh, way of becoming connected uh, to, you know, to Rivka says uh, something else uh, to Sarah and says uh, She says I'm going to be a Nazir in your footsteps okay? and, uh, and, and Sarah declared a vow and she says I want to be a Nazir in your footsteps. How do we interpret that expression? Harani uh, uh, Bikula, uh, Milta, she says, I'm going to be in your footsteps. In other words, I'm going to be exactly like you. Uh, okay, and therefore, uh, Vasharia, because now uh, this woman is permitted, uh, Sarah is permitted because her husband nullified it, uh, so too. Uh, would uh, Rivka uh, become permitted? Or Dilma, maybe what he says, um, can we, um, or maybe she says, listen, I want to be a Nazir uh, and I'm going to your uh, earlier state and I'm going to see, listen, I want to be a Nazir the same way you said you were going to be a Nazir. Now Sarah's husband uh, comes and nullifies it. Well, that's not Rivka's fault. Uh, she wanted to be a Nazir uh, just the same as Sarah in the beginning. Okay, so it's a similar kind of um, uh, statement. It's just we're not using uh, uh, you know, the Zevach Shlamim uh, type of uh, I mean, words over there. Tashma uh, and uh, now, so maybe we can learn from our Mishnah. Uh, we can learn. It says, "Aisha Shinadra Benazir." A woman says she wants to be a Nazir. V'shama Bala Vamavani, and the husband uh, hears about it. And he says, "And me." Okay. Uh, and then in that situation, Aniyachol Lafer, he cannot nullify a vow. Vim Visagadataki Amala Harani Bikvach. Uh, if you would say that uh, when he says to her, I'm going to be a Nazir, uh, w- what does it mean? And I, what does and I mean? I'm going to be a Nazir in your footsteps. Mekara uh, Kamatpis. Well, then what we're saying is he, he, uh, he is associating himself uh, with the original um, uh, forbidden uh, state and, uh, and therefore... Um, 
you know, and, and, and it's only uh, that he wants to be a Nazir. Uh, I mean, he wants to be a Nazir. And if you would go say that it's original, the original state of her being a Nazir, uh, so then he, if he says, I want to be a, a Nazir, I don't care. Uh, you know, I, I, when he says, Vani, he means, I want to be a Nazir, like the original forbidden state. So that would be uh, like Sarah says she is a Nazir. And the husband says, and me, uh, which means I always want to be a Nazir. Uh, and uh, then later on, maybe you can say, listen, I don't want you to be a Nazir. And then uh, it, uh, it would knock uh, hers out, but his would stay. Uh, surely the same thing uh, would, would apply uh, to Rivka. And she's apply, you know, so, so, and, and, and the fact that this uh, is not allowed by the Mishnah means uh, that you're not associating yourself with the original state. You're associating yourself with a more current state. Uh, really, what you're doing, you say, I want to be like you in all respects. Uh, and uh, and therefore uh, and that is why uh, the husband uh, cannot uh, nullify her vow because it, that would end up mean that he's uh, um, uh, nullifying not only her vow but his vow as well and obviously you can't go ahead and nullify your own vow uh, and it says and therefore uh, we would say that Rivka in this situation uh, would be permitted um, uh, you know, to do it because we say that she's following uh, in all respects uh, and the Gomorrah says Law, not necessarily maybe even you would say uh, that when you join you join according to the original forbidden state and the fact is when the husband says it kayam uh, uh, the husband has actually said about this. He says, I'm actually going and... Um uh, um, making it stand uh, for you. Uh, it's as if he's upheld it uh, for her. Dami, vi, Mitchell, Akamata, Amati, ilo lo. And therefore, uh, once he's uh, established it for her and he's made it stand for her, uh, he cannot, um, uh, you know, once he's accepted it, he cannot go later and revoke. So therefore, uh, only if uh, he uh, asks a shaila uh, of a rabbi, then he can uproot it uh, from the beginning. Uh, but if he doesn't, uh, he cannot nullify it after he's made it uh, uh, stand already. Okay, uh, last part of the Mishnah. Uh, nazir. Uh, I'm going to be a Nazir, and you? Uh, what about you? And uh, his wife said, Amen. Then, Mayfir et Kaim. So the husband's already said he wants to be a Nazir, and he asks his wife, and then she says, Yes, Amen, uh, right? Uh, so, so therefore, he can still nullify a vow because it came after his. Rumini. Uh, Harani Nazir Vaat. There's another uh, brata that says, "I'm going to be Nazir, and you." Amen. Uh, and then she says, "Amen." Shneim Asurin. Both of them are forbidden. So this contradicts uh, Mishnah. Vim Lav Shneim Mutarin. And if she didn't uh, uh, answer Amen, uh, they both are permitted. Okay, so it contradicts it on both uh, counts over here. Vim Lav Shetala Nizro uh, because what we're saying is uh, in this understanding uh, the two of them are bound together uh, his vow is dependent on her vow and then she didn't say Amen uh, so he'd only be a Nazir if, uh, she is, uh, if she is a Nazir and she didn't say uh, that she wants to be a Nazir uh, so you know, if she says Amen uh, he cannot nullify her vow at all so that contradicts uh, the, the, the Mishnah uh, the Mishnah's ruling uh, and you know, so how do we understand that. Uh, Amar Avihuda 
Rav Yudah says, Hanu, Mefar, Etshila, Veshilikaim. So the way he says he can nullify hers and his um, uh, stays uh, in place. Okay, so we change the brights and we, we add it in. Uh, and that's it. Instead of saying they're both uh, bound by their vows, you just amend it uh, and say, listen, uh, his stands and he can nullify hers. Uh, okay, um, Abaya says, listen, Abaya, he says, there's no need uh, to modify the brighter. Afilu Tema, Kirikitani. You can even keep it uh, as it says uh, that they are bound together. Uh, but really, what you have to say uh, is the following brighter, Gugon, Kamala, Harani, Nazir, Vat, where he says, listen, I'm going to be a Nazir and you. Uh, in other words, the two of us are, 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 Nazir, uh, are, are Nazirs uh, together. The Kaitale, Nidro, Venidra. So he compares uh, the two of them together. He says, I'll be a Nazir if you are a Nazir, uh, as, it, as, as it is. You know, it's not like I'm going to be a Nazir and what about you? I'm going to be a Nazir if you are a Nazir. And it says, Matnitin, uh, and, uh, and that's it, Kogon, uh, and our mission is talking about a case uh, where he says to her, I'm going to be a Nazir, and what about you? So in other words, he's accepted uh, the Nazirut completely, uh, and he's asking her whether she wants to uh, as well. Mishum hachi meifela shala v'shalo keam. And the question is, so because he's not linking his vow to her vow, uh, he's allowed to, to nullify her vow when uh, she's make it. He just uh, did it uh, himself altogether. Okay, uh, we will begin tomorrow. Um, uh, you know, tomorrow with the new Mishnah, uh, and actually uh, one of the uncommon times in uh, in, in Nazir. Uh, it's going to deviate a little bit off topic, a little bit of a garata, uh, which we'll we'll see. We'll pick up tomorrow. Everyone should have a great day.